Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes, episode 73, the Charlie McAvoy episode. There we go. Great defense. Oh, I should have worn my Charlie McAvoy jersey. Sad. We are back in studio. At least Tucker, Dylan, and I are. Cam is remote. How are we, gentlemen? I live far away. Living the dream. You live so far away. Has, All right. So far. Has the podcast officially beaten COVID? Oh, yeah, we destroyed COVID. Mm-hmm. We made oh, yeah. it through. We started a podcast in the worst time for sports in 100 years. and We, and we, we know. We started it. well before that. Yeah, like I three, four months. Little, little, we little we survived today. COVID, though. We, we ran COVID out of the room. That's incredible. Um, So, points. I have points to give out, winners and losers. Uh, first point is going to Dylan Benham for the Expos take. A's are moving to uh, the Expos. So, congratulations, Dylan. That are moves to the Expos. you to point eight, eight points. You have a three-point lead on me, but now the second point. Where did my coin go? Second point, coin flip between you and I uh, for the Albert Pujols take and then the Nets absolutely pants the Celtics in the trade take. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I kind of hope wait, you win. Oh, if you I, win, I'll kill myself. Polls are closed. Yeah. This is insane because – I just looked at the polls probably right before the episode, not like probably 30 minutes ago, and I was well in the lead with the Sixers take, which I don't understand how. Dylan had zero votes. I had three, huh. I think, and then oh, starting to think. I, I mean, everyone. I, mean, I didn't vote. I'm everyone checking, slandered I'm me. I'm checking on the Sixers take cam. You have 24 percent. Cam Dylan has 50 percent of the vote. He has four votes. You have what? What vote was he? He was A. I'm not buying it. I have it on my phone. I'm not so buying it. I think, I think I something's afoot. I wasn't going to say anything. It was, it was, I think there were four votes on it. I had two, and it was split between one. Someone else had one. Someone else had another one. So, t- so, so at, at 830, Tucker goes, I'm losing a point. And I was like, oh, shit, I didn't vote. I went and voted. And that's it. I also voted because I thought I was losing a point, which I'm not now because I watched the movie. Well, we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> um, second point, the pool hosts and Nets takes are dueling it out, so Dylan called in the air. This is how you guys can see that I do it efficiently and, and for real. Call what it in what the state's air. on the back there? That would be the great state of war in the Pacific. <laughs> All right. Don't trust it. Don't trust that. I need water. That's tails, baby. Oh. Yeah, no, let's go. You win every one. <laughs> I do. I've got dumb luck. 50-50. So right, I liked your take. Dill, eight. Me, six. Proves that, proves Danny Age is a fraud. Uh, Tucker, two. Cam, four. Wait, no, Tucker, you didn't you lose a point last week? No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah, never mind. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Maybe I'm not. not losing a point. Maybe not. All right. Uh, <laughs> I have other losers. Um, I listened to the podcast today. Tucker, you said that Albert Pujols will never play a game of baseball again. <laughs> Sounds right. And so, and Dylan, you said that he's not going to play for the Dodgers. Well, he hit a home run for the Dodgers. I didn't so, mean he was going to start, but yeah. So he's all right. he's playing and he's hitting yeah, dingers. He did so it. so I, I, kind of a winner, Dylan. He's still hitting dingers. I heard so. he's too slow to play baseball. That's a, yeah, that's what he I literally said. said it on the podcast. That's what I said. Oh, I have, that's why I, I heard it. Another, <laughs> I have another uh, somewhat winner for Dylan. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, apparently, the Jaguars tried calling him three times. He didn't answer it. They called the wrong number. He didn't go to the draft. 
They yeah, called well, the wrong number. Did they call the wrong number? Is that confirmed? They did. They did. Like, it was like a thing. It's like, look at Trevor Lawrence not answering his phone. It's like, and the top comment is, why are you playing this snippet right before they mentioned that they accidentally called the wrong number? Imagine getting know. that call. I don't know. <laughs> no, it went to voicemail. Luckily. Right. Some Imagine random guy the... sitting in I- uh, hey, like what's Iowa. Up? Hey, mean, what's this? This is the Jaguars, Trevor. <laughs> if he was at the draft, probably would have had his number. Probably, so. probably would have been able to figure it out. All right. Yeah. I think Go they figured that. it out anyways. Wasted takes. Cameron, you wanted to lead off tonight? Let it rip. I did. So... For the first time since, I think, 1999 or 2000, one of the years they won the World Series, whatever it is, the Yankees just pitched a no-hitter. It was the sixth of the season. The record for the season is eight, and we're not even halfway through. So I'm excited for the season. Uh, this is my take. For the first time since 1917, we are going to see a double no-hitter. That is a no-hitter, both teams through nine innings. Obviously, you can't end a game with no one ever hitting unless you walk four times, which the Yankees just won on a walk-off walk, so you never know. But I think through nine innings, we're going to see the first ever double no-hitter this season. Not going to say any team names. I think my take is already wasted enough. Double no-hitter this year. It's happening. Now, I'll jump in here first because there have been a lot of no-hitters. There's been a lot of talk about uh manfred uh deadening the baseball ruining the game and which honestly i like because i like the pitching duel i like it when guys struggle at the plate like it makes it more entertaining to me watching the battle between the pitcher and the hitter but um a few days ago the braves put up 20 and on that night there was a bunch of other really really high scoring games i think manfred unjuiced the balls and now we're gonna have home run city. So that's my. That's well, my isn't him juicing the balls mean that it will go farther? If the ball's juiced, isn't it mean? Yeah, no, no. I think he switched it. Originally. So now he's juicing them again after not juicing them. No, he deadened them. Yeah, they made them noticeably worse. So now he's juiced, gonna start juicing them again. Well, I think he already did. Oh, okay. The Braves scored twenty the other night. Baseball has a very serious problem on their hands. Everyone was getting mad that everyone's hitting too many dingers. Now they're letting pitchers openly cheat, basically. True. Uh, with the go-go juice, putting it in their gloves. Pitchers are openly cheating. Corey Clover is a cheater. Seen him do it before. Um, so don't know if he cheated during the no-hitter. Who's to say? But he is a cheater. So is almost every other pitcher. So it's this isn't going to help baseball. I mean, nobody okay. wants to sit and watch one-run games. I'm I'm going to come at this. I mean, I'm all for double no. I'm I'm coming at this because no hitters baseball are fans anymore. hate everything. Baseball fans hate everything. That's correct. <laughs> it was and, and like last year it was people are hitting the ball too far. There's too many runs. This isn't baseball anymore. This year it's they're not hitting the ball hey, enough. There's too complained. many no hitters. I never no, complained. Dylan, you're good. You complain. About you're, too many you, home runs? You bitch about anything you can. No, you I bitch, didn't you bitch, I think you just bitch to hear yourself talk sometimes. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> complain about the home run. I did not. So, yes. Yeah, so, I have a huge problem with this. Cool. You know what no-hitters are? They're fun. They're cool to watch. Like, when the pitcher is throwing a no-hitter, I'm excited. I'll turn a game on. You know how many Orioles games I've watched this year? Do you know how many? Three. One. Oh. 
Do you know why I turned on the Orioles game? What's his name? Because he was John throwing a no hitter. <laughs> That's the only reason why I would turn on that game. It makes baseball interesting. So yeah, huge fan of it. Okay. Let's go. I don't remember ever saying that them hitting the hitting too many home runs is bad. I think I, I think I said that they're juicing the balls, and I believe that. And I wish they just leave it alone and let everybody play baseball. Oh, see, so you're. So that that's you bitching about it. No, right I'm, I'm just saying I'd rather them juice the balls than let the pitchers cheat and throw a hundred no hitters a year. I think no hitters is let them do both and also allow steroids. Let's see him hit them even farther. You've been on that train. For a while. <laughs> I want Dylan so made a take about that. I don't know. I I, I want to see a in terms of home run. both teams getting a no hitter no hit through nine. I don't think it's likely. Is it possible? Yes. I mean, no hitter every week, so why not? You think it'll happen, though? I don't know, cause I, I, I like where baseball is at right now. I feel like I don't care what people are saying about the dead and balls. I like the dead and balls, but I honestly, Manfred is such a wishy-washy Mickey Mouse type of guy. He probably Mickey swap, Mouse. He probably Central. he probably swaps the baseballs in and out every other week. So none of this happened when Bud Selig was running the show. Yeah, Tucker, will there be a double no hit? No, but I like it. I like the idea of it. Uh, shout out to when we were in like ninth grade. We there was a we got no hit by the uh, St. Joe and we won. Remember that? I do remember that. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> same. We were so freaking bad. <laughs> I, I I pitched a ball to to the uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Michael Mike. Was it the Carpenter? one who tuck, Mike Tucker Carpenter? struck out because he couldn't hit Mike, a curveball? Mike, yeah, Mike, that was the most – that's when the EFIS started. There was no fence <laughs> at that field. I said, Ben Ramadetta, go all the way to the parking lot. I threw a meatball to Mike Carpenter, hit about 400 feet for an out, and we won the game. Um, that <laughs> that's all I Also, in college, we played the, the Baltimore Orioles uh, Dominican, team. Dominican team in the Dominican, and we beat them in a nine-inning game, and we got no hit. <laughs> Funny story, Tucker, when he played baseball, uh, we faced, a, I don't remember the kid's name, but he was hitting the dingers everywhere that year, And there, but the scouting report was he cannot hit a curveball, so Tucker just threw the ball about 30 feet in the air, and it would come down, he'd swing every time, struck him out like two or three times. Yeah, it was the most ridiculous, and that's where my EFIS started. That's why I, that's why I had to start throwing EFISs, was because I, told, I was told I wasn't allowed to throw that dude a fastball. All right, Cam, solid take to start it. Uh, I got a take. It's dumb. I hate it. I don't like it. Big fight coming up. Floyd Mayweather, Logan Paul. Um, Say it. I'm going to take Logan Paul, first round knockout. Let's go. I I don't believe this take will happen, but I don't have a waste to take, and this is a waste to take. Um, I hate Logan Paul. What's it Paul. happening? It's next week, I think. June 5th, maybe. Um, I hate Logan Paul. I like Floyd sometimes. I like Floyd, depending on who he's fighting. I rooted hard for Conor McGregor. I think Floyd is a great boxer. I think he is, you know, I, it would just, I'm just going to say, it would be a real shame if he ruined his 50 and 0 no, record. No, it's exhibit, so it doesn't count towards his record. Oh, so he's a coward. Yeah, no. Okay, no, yeah, he's... Logan Paul, round one. <laughs> he's about three feet taller than him. He's jacked as hell. And, you know, Floyd, he's not going to be ready. Floyd's not going to be ready because he's only fought trained boxers. Like, even McGregor was training for a year for that boxing match. He knew how to box. He's known how to box his whole life, his whole professional life. This kid does not know how to box. There's no way. He's going to be swinging like he's in a parking parking lot fight. Um, but he's, like, 
That can go. That can go. But he's huge. 70 pounds. He's huge. He said 70 pounds on Floyd. Yeah, he's huge. He's got the reach. He's got the size advantage. Uh, Floyd, I mean, uh, Logan, round one, knockout, right to his little peanut dome, like McGregor said. Cam? So here's the thing. It's an exhibition, which I hate. Hate I want them to fight for real. A lot of money involved. And there's not going to be a knockout, and Floyd's going to be declared the winner no matter what. Correct. I think... I think Floyd is, is going to get mad at some point, and I really hope he knocks him out because Logan's going to, even if Logan lands his best punch, Floyd's going to just take it and stare him down for three seconds. Like, he can knock him out. Floyd has taken punches from bigger dudes, more experienced dudes, and there's just no possible way a first round knockout from Logan Paul, the YouTube star who found a dead body in Tokyo, is going to happen. So I'm going to say neck on that one. Uh, I don't think there's going to be a knockout, but Floyd will win no matter what. It doesn't matter if he gets beat. It's just that's the way the money is going to fall, and they're both going to get paid big. And it's all a publicity stunt. At the end of the day, it's probably staged. They're probably texting like, yo, this is going to be so funny right now. So I don't agree with the take. I also hate your take. Logan Paul is such an idiot that, like, Everybody and their mother knows that this ex- exhibition fight is just for show. He's the type of idiot that would actually go out there and try to knock him out, like, straight up. Go, and go why to... wouldn't you? Because, I mean, because he knows he's going to get his ass knocked you're, away to but, fight him. But, like, but like you're you know, going up. No, but I, I, I know that, too, because, like, we talked about it before. It's a fight. Anybody can legitimately win. You just got to land that one punch. Some idiot can go up there and just throw a haymaker and get lucky. So... I'm praying. I, 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 it, to see that happen would be insane, but it, it would happen Imagine to his Logan. Ego if it would happen to Logan because he's an idiot enough to actually go and try, and try it harder than anybody else. So I, I'm, I, I, I have a confession to make. You're in for him? Logan. Well, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. I, I kind of don't hate him anymore. I hate him for a long time. I've been kind of coming around on him for like the I last hate, three months. I do hate, I hate Jake, Jake more than him. I hate Jake. I hate Jake with all my heart. The one thing about Logan, I kind of like. The one thing about both of the, the brothers, they're they are wizards at social media. They, they get were, it. They were literally nobodies, and they figured out a way Fine. to get people Came to up through like them forget. or they hate were them. stars, and just like the dude's literally fighting the best fighter of all time, and he doesn't know how to fight, and he's making it. Millions of dollars, and he's just a nobody. He just figured out how to beat social media. Yeah, no. So here's the thing. I totally agree with you, Cam. I think Floyd is going to dance around him for a couple rounds. But I say, I will say the same thing. How many I said rounds about, is it? Is it a full twelve round fight? I don't, I don't know. But I will say the same thing I said about the McGregor fight. I will say that McGregor was going to come out swinging, which he did. He landed some nice shots. He he won a couple of those early rounds. I think the same thing could happen here. Logan's going to come out swinging fast. He's going to tire out, and Floyd's just going to lull him to sleep like he always does. I will say this, though. McGregor it was a trained fighter that was Correct. known for his striking ability. But, and but Logan Paul Logan's going to come out swinging star. his arms like a windmill. Maybe he connects. Maybe he's, yeah. he's giant. He's way bigger than the guy. And uh, Wasted Takes Fun Fact, uh, the original Wasted Takes blog, had a nice uh, couple blog posts about the – uh, Mayweather uh, McGregor fight. We so, did. We did. A little bit I of forgot to start as a blog. It started as a blog. There was approximately six blogs written. <laughs> One broke down um, Rajay Davis on the Red Sox. Yeah. His, 
his yeah. dancing. One I was have... about catching a fish in yeah. the house. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. That video got taken off of YouTube, so nobody <laughs> could watch it anymore. You guys, you guys know Logan Paul's never won a fight, right? Yeah, no, he's 0-1-1. Yeah, he and tied was KSI, against, right? And then lost to, lost KSI. to KSI. Did he fight Jose yeah, Canseco? No. no. no that was Billy Football. If you think that Logan Paul's better, I mean, dive. I'm going to talk about this next week, but my, my new ways to take letters came up with, so we'll, we'll hold off on it, but... No, I don't oh, think he's better. I think Floyd's wait, I gonna win, and I'm rooting for Floyd take. to win. But I can't make my take. Floyd Mayweather's gonna beat Logan Paul. That cannot be my wasted take. So I'm purely doing this for content. I am a sellout, and uh, Logan and one. All right, who's next? I lost my wasted take. I forgot about it while talking about Logan. Formula Paul. One. No. Leo Jones. Oh, don't go. I don't have one. I got it. Oh, okay. I got it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So on the spot, wasted take. Um. See, I wish I could do a little bit more planning because I feel like I could come up with a better one. You here, have a week before this the is, show. But I came up with this like uh, two minutes ago, not even, like 30 seconds ago. So COVID restrictions are going down. You can now have a bunch of people at sporting events. I was just watching the Penguins game tonight. The stands were like 80% full. There were rally towels everywhere. Everybody's going nuts. Um, I still feel like some states are going to lag behind and they're not going to lift restrictions as quickly. And I'm trying to think of a team who the Bruins who won't be able to have fans at home games for any sport. And that Canadian teams? That's that was I was thinking was where are the where are the the Leafs going to play the World Cup, the World Cup, the Stanley Cup. I think they're the Bruins are gonna, or not the Bruins. The other team is gonna have to go to Canada probably. If no, because because if they go to Canada, they're gonna have to quarantine for like yeah, they're like two weeks. Delay it. No, legitimately two weeks. So I'm gonna like they probably already have it planned out. This is not going well. I was trying to think of a team not Canada because of this reason. Shoot, uh, name a state that's gonna have bad restrictions. Massachusetts Oregon. possibly or um, Portland. Portland. So uh, it's got Washington, Seattle Kraken. They're not in the league yet. No. They do not exist. <laughs> Wait, are, are the Trailblazers in the playoffs? Uh, yes. Yes. Are they playing home games? Yes. Are there people there? Yeah, so. they're gonna they're Probably gonna like... win too. So so let's see. Let's talk. Portland Trailblazers are gonna make it as far as they make it, but they're gonna lose out all their home games against a good team because they're gonna have no home field camaraderie and the other team's gonna be fair to be fair they they're one and oh in the series and they did win out uh, away they yeah there we go there so. we go i think the i think the lack of fans at some sporting te- events is really gonna damper the <laughs> what's, your, what's your take bro? what's your take covid's gonna cause teams to who are at home to not have fans and it's they're gonna be bad because of it i speaking of um home games I think it's hilarious how much bigger the Knicks are than the Nets right now. Yeah, that's I mean that's hilarious. I think it's the funniest Nobody thing in the world the that Nets like so the Nets cool. have like three superstars and everyone's like, "Yeah, but the Knicks are awesome." <laughs> so, I'm going Portland Trailblazers. I mean, cuz that's the one we came up. The take should have been The take should have been the Stanley Cup or the NBA Finals is going to be delayed 2 weeks due to COVID. No, because that's stupid. No, that won't happen. That's, no, that would never happen. I'm looking. I'm reading it right now. No, no, they haven't figured no, it out in give Canada. You, give, your, give, give what we're going to type in the poll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to win 
the Stanley Cup and not play a game at home. Okay. Because of COVID. Okay. <laughs> Long road to get there, but thought the Portland Trailblazers were involved for and a moment. And Portland but... Trailblazers are going to lose games because of it as well. Oh, my God. This is going to be the longest waste. Dylan's going to have his own notes section just gonna, for his I, waste. I gotta tailor it. I'll tailor it in a text. Okay. Uh, to, to, to summarize, the Portland Trailblazers are going to play the Toronto Maple Leafs in an exhibition <laughs> to win Logan Paul's the Stanley Cup NBA championship. That's what you said. Exactly. <laughs> if, I, if I had a little I bit can't more even time respond to that because <laughs> Wait, no, it's just so but, all over the place. But you can respond about home like home field advantage. I do think there's a huge general, difference in yes. home field advantage right now due to the fact that some people are at full capacity and some people are. So like how how much do you think though? Cuz I would I would legitimately think that that's a significant. We talking points like the Tom Brady take like Tom Brady's worth yeah, 14 points. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> break it down. Well, right? home field advantage is worth in the NBA, mm-hmm. I believe 4 points. Okay. On the spread. What about for the NHL? NHL, I, I, I would a say goal. it might be worth a half a goal. To, well, a half a goal is a goal, so a goal. A goal. Okay, so any team that's – I I will say this. I don't know where your take is. <laughs> I'll say that my take will be any team that ha- has – the team that has more fans at the games will win the Stanley Cup. How's that? That's a good one. Better capacity. <laughs> Whoever's at higher capacity – there it Stanley is. Cup there it is. Will win. Whoever has higher capacity in NBA and and NHL, NHL based on COVID restrictions is going to win. That's regardless the of who the team. Well, is. That's the takes. Yes. So that's the take. We got it. We got one. <laughs> it's kind of my take, but you know what? Tucker's, it brings it back to Tucker's Knicks saying the Knicks by far have the most capacity, and it's ironic because New York, who was super restricted. The next game sold out within like well, ten seconds. Was it all and vaccinated? I think it was. Back. I think you had to be vaccinated. Right, but they still sold out. Every, oh, the, it was the awesome. tickets were like eight hundred dollars, and they everyone that could go went, and they lost. And Trey 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 Young said, "Shut up." Yeah, young Kobe Bryant, Trey Young, which is a take that still doesn't hey. make any sense. Hey, hey, he got that mama mentality, game winner. Do he do? Just doesn't have a similar play style, but okay. Um, all right, I think we've said all we need to say. On that. <laughs> uh, I agree, Don. I agree Thank with you. you. Thank you. All right, so I am giving up my point for this week because there is no chance that I win this take. But um, anyone here watch Formula One? Anyone here know about Formula One? I have one? watched a race once. I, I know the Marbula one. The one. Racers is um, one of the highest paid. Uh, sports. And Lewis Hamilton, yeah, but fuck yeah, Lewis Hamilton. Patrick was pretty good at it. Uh, but that's beside the point. Um, I'm going to talk marbles. about Pierre Gasly, oh, who yeah, Pierre. none of you know. So he was the uh-huh. Red Bull driver who's like the number two team after Mercedes. But now he is on basically the Red Bull feeder team, which is a worse car and – he still won a race last year with a shitty car, which is like incredible. Like but no I'm one's gonna, ever like no right one there. does. Was that. the car on steroids like the horse? No, okay. the car was That's shit. He's just an incredible driver. Super and diesel. In the next unleaded yeah. next year, Pierre Gasly will be a Mercedes driver. Be he's gonna take Botas. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> exactly, no, he's not gonna be the goat. Lewis Hamilton's currently the goat, but I hate him. And he will be across from Lewis Hamilton, and he will win 
the Formula One season. Pierre Gasly, he will come back against Red Bull, be the Mercedes number one driver, and win. <laughs> so I want to go first and get mine out of the way. I have no idea what you're talking about. Don't care about people driving down Italian slopes really fast. Not all Italy. Dangerous. I think being a fan at one of those is crazy because I've watched it and they stand right next to the road and they are swerving all over the road. Yeah. And personally, I don't like it. I think it's dangerous and I don't approve of the sport in general. So I have no take here. I just want to get over it. Um, I have no take other than I'm going to be a Lewis Hamilton guy because it seems like he's a villain. You don't want to be Lewis Hamilton It guy. seems like he's the villain. I'm Trust all me, in. I'm you all don't in. like Lewis Hamilton. If you watch the show, you would hate Lewis Hamilton. And secondly, uh, cancel Formula One. Seems I would too say, dangerous. you know what? He's the LeBron James of um, Formula One. <laughs> Is Christian Bale driving? Does he, really does he get out of the car and he's like, my wrist hurts? Ow, my wrist. Everybody see my wrist hurts? I'm driving with a hurt He's very dramatic. He does dramatic stuff like that. Okay. But no, he's not. But the second part of my point was cancel Formula One. Too dangerous. They're driving in streets. You know, there's people watching. I've seen crashes. Cars flying, killing people. Um, Hasn't killed anyone. But no, there was a crash um, in the last... The last season, they're like, wow, thank God there was no fans. Because it would have just, like, killed three people. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, canceled. Connor take um, Formula One. Three years left, Max. Going to be canceled. <laughs> Cancel Formula One. So, so Formula One. So I'll break it down. So this guy was Red Bull, like starting group. So he and then was, got demoted. Is got what demoted. Red Bull's a drink. How do they so, drive cars? So Red Bull has two cars in their regular one, and they have the Taurus. Which they have two more cars. So this, this guy, this so guy probably demoted. has a better chance of winning the running of the Bulls in Italy than he does of winning. Well, no, I think he's going to transfer over to. I think he's going to transfer over to Mercedes Why? next year. They do Formula One because Bottas is having a terrible year. Peplona. All right, good take, Tuck. We Peplona, like Peplona, Spain. Thank you. All right, as our Formula One expert of the podcast. I hope it wins. I do. I um, said that, Cam. Okay, let's start. And NBA, NHL, NHL. Bruins advanced. Who else advanced? Nobody yet. Nobody. No, one more team advanced. Avalanche. Yes. Avalanche. Yes, Cam. Yeah. Avs are looking like a wagon. Stupid good. Bruins are looking oh, like a wagon. I think the Leafs are about to win. Uh, and then, no, and they're, then they're up one, I think. Yeah. It's not tied. So I've got nothing other than uh, the Bruins are an absolute wagon. You can take David Pasternak off the milk carton. He's been missing for three years in the playoffs. He finally showed up in this series. And I've said a lot of bad things about Tuka Rask. I've said a lot of good things about Tuka Rask on this podcast. I've decided Tuka Rask is good. Um, still has time left. <laughs> Last night he won with uh, 20, 20 – outshot by 20. And and uh, he he won the game. So um, Tuka Rask is good. Uh, si- re-sign him. Bring him back. And the Bruins are a wagon. Uh, I don't know who they have next. A couple, couple, te- the two teams. That it's either the next. Penguins or the Islanders, and they're playing tonight, and it's tied two-two in the third. Okay. Well, both of those teams are going to lose to the Bruins, either one. <laughs> so, uh, cut, cut back on. Can't wait for the parade. Dylan, um, I am all in on the Bruins as I normally am. Um, one thing I'll say though. Um, and we can maybe discuss. So the Bruins won. They won quick. Uh, they don't play probably the earliest is Friday, but 
most likely Sunday is probably their first game. Because I'm assuming this series is going to go to seven games. That's a lot of time off. Um, I am always a proponent of time off is good and bad. And sometimes it can be really bad. Because another team can get into a groove and then you're just slow to start. Um, so I'm actually kind of nervous going into this next one. I'm always happy when the bees are like, they win the series in like six games. Now they got like two days rest and then they start right up. But like a five games, five day stretch or more of not playing is like, is brutal. But Dylan, now I have a counter take to that because the Bruins will be coming back to a full stadium for the first time. So I think all like the rust will be walk, will be dusted off when for the first time in over a year, they come back to a full stadium. I, I think that reinvigorates okay, you immediately. True. Bruins in three, but it depends on <laughs> it depends on who they on who wins because they might not have home ice. But oh, yeah, really? I get what you're saying. Yeah, what seed are they? Because the, they're they're three and the Penguins are one. So if the Penguins win, they're going to. Are the Penguins the one seed? I feel like they I'll, stink. I'll no, jump. I'll jump in here. Um, as I've explained on ways it takes before, been to a Bruins game. Took pictures with the cheerleaders. Bruins, nice favorite goal. Boston team. Are they, are they my favorite hockey team? No. I'm a Rangers fan. Supposed to be rivals. Still like the Bruins. Um, only Boston team I'll probably actively root for, unless it's against the team I hate, like Celtics only, honestly. Um, but I think the Bruins are dirty. It's the only game that I actually watched outside of... Uh, Battle for Florida? No, yeah, no, I haven't watched any um, Lightning Panthers, but I've been paying attention to it. I I mean, I, I guess I'm like by location. I'm supposed to be a Panthers fan, but um, I like the Bruins. I like them a lot. I hope they, they win next round. Hopefully they play the Islanders, not a big Islanders guy, but uh, they look good. Probably the only hockey team I can name, like three or more players. And... Um, I mean, I'm kind of rooting for them. They 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 won quick, but like Tucker said, played the trap card on Dylan. They're coming back to a full house. If they do play the Penguins, that's true. Be a little mixed emotions because I love Sidney Crosby. A lot of people don't, but um, uh, yeah. As far as the Bruins go, um, I'm on I'm on the bees the bees train. Can't take it away from me. I said it on live. Wow! So. Come to the parade, Cam. Official invitation. Get Stanley the Cup parade ready. Uh, a parade would be so awesome. Um, I mean, I've, I've told you before. I've told you before. I, I like I'm the Bruins. Going. It's it's not like a ball. I hate Boston thing. It's like I hate the Red Sox. I hate the Patriots. Celtics are like not my favorite, but Bruins totally fine with the Bruins. I went to the game, rooted for them hard. Won, beat the Flyers back in the day, and I I like the Bruins. It's not my favorite sport, so I don't care too much about it. But they're they're in the top ten favorite teams in hockey. Tucker, any anything to add on the NHL? No, I'm actually into the Bruins this year. I've been watching most of the games, uh, so I am on the Bruins wagon. I think they're absolutely filthy. I'm not sure how much I can say with facing the Capitals. They kind of seem like they were. I mean, they were hurt. Yeah, they were injured when they went into this. So it says a lot, but not too much that they beat them, but they beat them handily enough where I'd say it's we're a wagon. It's, so, it's it's odd because that series started so close, and then the last yeah, couple games were just, just like kind of... 
we thought like everyone thought it was going to be like one of those series where it's just going to be yeah. overtime every game. But then after the third game, it was also oh, I oh, think oh, uh, I think rest is good. Good thing. I'll add one more thing because um, the Bruins last year they were the first team to go to the playoffs three consecutive years and win a series. And this year they become the fourth team or the first team to win four times in a row a series going to the playoff straight. So, good on Bruce Cassidy. Legend. Screw Claude, Claude Julian. All right. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll update some more teams as things get fleshed out, but a lot of, lot, long way to go in the first round. So, the NBA. Um, I'd like to start this segment by saying I think I'm done with the NBA. I think I've had enough. Um, I don't like how it's officiated. I think LeBron James is making a mockery of sport in general. With the way he's he's handling himself, the 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 eye thing the other night, the I can't see. There's three uh three baskets and I shot at the middle one. Shut up, shut up. Act like you're you're a competitor one time in your life. Um, I I'm I watched the Nets Celtics. I was getting really frustrated with the officiating. I can't stand the net. Like I don't think I've ever hated a team more than I've hated than I hate this Nets team. I think they're such gutless cowards. Um, I, I they're all just I don't like Kevin Durant. I don't like Kyrie. I didn't really have an opinion on James Harden, but I'm starting not to like him. Um, the only player I like on the team is Blake Griffin. Um, He's still playing. Yeah, and I, I just I don't know, man. I feel like I can't get into it when I'm watching it. It's just it's just too it's too soft. It's welcome extremely to, soft. Welcome to the dark side, Trey. Cam, go ahead. So, a couple things to say. I've made my stance very clear. I'm hoping that Tucker falls in suit after what I say. I said LeBron is the greatest player of all time. Athletically, all around, probably. However, his downfall outweighs the pros, and I am off LeBron. I'm off. Thank you. I'm off the train. I'm off the train. I have to be. Because if you watch that Chris Paul box out, and you watch him get poked in the eye. He goes down. I, I saw I saw a comparison. He went down for a minute and 20 seconds when he got poked in the eye, which, fair enough, it's a foul. They didn't call a flagrant, thank God. And when I forgot the guy's name, got hit in the face with a fastball, he Kevin went Pilar. down for 30, 32 seconds. 32 seconds, he was up. He played in the next game. Red Sox great, Kevin Pilar. Like, and hockey's the same thing. Like, dude, I understand, like, you're trying to win the game and you're going to do whatever it takes. But at the end of the day, you got to you gotta bottle it up and just win, win, like, with your athleticism and, like, your playing ability rather than, like, trying to draw a flagrant foul. It's, I it's, hate it. For me, it's not even trying to get the call. It's the fact that he has to make it such a big deal. Like, nobody believes no, that he's hurt. He I believe getting slapped in the I, eye hurts. See, but after the, the shot, he has, right. to, he has to say, right. I can't see. I can't see. Shut up. Right. And and the thing is. It was like, an amazing shot. Amazing shot. You get the call. You get the call. Oh, sweet. I got the call. I'm up. Good stuff. Yeah, I flopped, but I'm up now. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sell it out. And the shot, beautiful shot. Don't make excuses that you were like half injured. Just be like, I came back and I just wanted to win for my team. Yeah, I made exactly. the shot that I It's whatever. called grit and there's like I, I there's like it. lack of grit in the, around the league. And I, I was always the guy that if I was hurt 
whatever sport it was, or if some, there was some sort of adversity that was against me more so than somebody else for whatever reason, like I had a bum ankle throughout basketball or, or baseball, I, whatever injury I had, I felt so much better just knowing to myself that I came through in the clutch and had like some sort of underlying thing going on. And you just you just keep it to yourself and you're just like, hell yeah, like I did my job. Like I'm proud of that. People and, know you but, got smacked in the face. Yeah, you don't need to make yeah, a big deal exactly. about it. Exactly. That's the thing. Like obviously people know that that was not uh, a comfortable situation. And you just if you just ride it off as like, oh, it's no big deal. Like uh, you, you get hit. That's you, when you're you like, damn, back. that guy's a killer. Yeah, that guy's exactly. the man. You don't. You yeah, look like a wanna, baby. You look like a sissy. Tuck, I want to hear what Tucker has to. LeBron Stan Tucker McNinch. LeBron Stan Tucker McNinch. So this is hurting me because I still think LeBron is the goat, but I think he's being super. I mean, he is dramatic to an extreme. I mean, I think he's. What LeBron's trying to do right now is trying to cement his acting career post <laughs> post basketball. He needs to cement his acting career and he is doing a fantastic job. If I'm any if I'm any movie executive right now, I'm saying, "Hey, this is the guy I want in my next feature film. He's going to bring put ass in seat and put up a great <laughs> performance." That's what I think is what LeBron's trying to prove. He's in LA now. He's an actor. He's he's got a movie coming out. I'd say this is great. It's actually a good promotion. Take. It's a really good. This take. is great promotion for Space Jam Two. I want to see it now because I think LeBron, maybe he's a top five actor of all time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love the take. I love it. I got to spin zone it somehow, and this is how I'm doing it. This so is, the thing is to me, like you say, you have to do what you have to win games. This has nothing to do with winning games. I think this performance. It's so everybody knows that. He is such a warrior that he's fighting through these yeah, injuries. Yeah, no, he wants. He's trying to like play himself off as tough right now, and it's just making him look way yeah, softer. Yeah, it's, it's the exact opposite of how you. He's how so you look tough. You look tough when you get hurt and then you work through it and act like you're not hurt. Like that's that's how you. I've, that's how, I've, that's I've, I tweeted out the other out, night. This should be something that comes out in a documentary ten years later. Like, like if he said like ten years later, like I saw three rims when I took that shot. I'm like, damn, that's awesome. But like exactly every humility. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I tweeted out. I said if LeBron had one ounce of self awareness, he would be the coolest athlete ever. If he just did it, went in and killed everyone no, and did his see, job. I disagree. I think everyone still hate him. Everyone would still no, hate, but, be, but it, it'd be but jealous. It would be hate. respect. It's like Derek Jeter. Yeah, yeah. It'd be respect. Like I don't like I. I sent you guys a. Uh, I think I sent it to you. Uh, a TikTok saying is Eli Manning a legend? And. I would say yes, because he did beat Tom Brady twice in the Super Bowl. I hate him. I, he took two Super Bowls from me. He, he sucked at the end of his career. He was terrible. But I still think, like, I still have major respect for him because he went out and did the damn thing, and he didn't didn't make excuses. And he won two, which means it counts. Yeah, he won two. Which quick, real quick, is Eli uh, a legend? We already heard t- uh, Trey's, and you know my take. But Dylan and Tucker, Eli, legend or not? Quick pivot. I mean, like... Yeah, if you were playing a video game, would he have a legend card? Yeah. He beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl <laughs> yeah, twice. He's, twice. A, he's an all-time quarterback just because of those wins, and that's what it comes down to is winning the Super Bowl, you know, backs against the wall. So, yeah. Now, I'm trying to qualify what categorizes legend because if you're saying, like, top QB of all time, 
No. No. No, that's different. I think. No, like, oh, exactly. I don't think you'd even put them in. Oh. Would he even be in like the top what, twenty-five? What makes a legend is having legendary performances. Moments. Yeah, and moments, and he's yeah. Got so a few. if you put up that as legend, then yes, he's absolutely. Here's a legend. my argument. Here's my argument: is that if he only won the first one, I might not even agree that. He yeah. Won. No, he did it twice. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think the second one really. One doesn't count. On one does not count. We, we brought it up many. Patrick Mahomes has not won a Super Bowl yet. Um, the defense. The defense in the first in the first year, I will agree, was insane. I mean, the defense. He still had to break that sack and get the ball downfield to Tyree. So he, and he's the a second legend. Super Bowl. I mean, Jason Pierre-Paul, and I think Justin Tuck played too. But like, I don't think I can name three players on the defense. Eli Manning. I mean, he balled out, and you still have to win. He was a wild card team in the in the second one. Like, come on. Okay, well, we're getting a little off topic. Do we have anything else from the NBA games? Celtics game was sad. They looked okay in the start. I got one quick one. Just the Heat. Um, Trash uniforms. I'm a Heat fan, but watching this first quarter of this game, I was in awe. The Bucks decided today, which is a really good strategy, in my opinion, and I told you guys this, if you just don't miss, like, (laughs) You're going really to win. Lose. So it's it's a really good strategy built up by the Bucks coach. Um, just don't miss shots. So that, that makes a lot of sense to me. Just don't miss and you'll and you'll win. So that's, like that's, what, what, my that's what they've been doing. Coaches. And they're currently winning 104 to 77. So it's good. If you don't go up to the plate and don't strike out, you're going to do well. <laughs> like, just, hey, if, if you're going to go up there and hit, just swing and miss three times, might not as well go up there. <laughs> If five people get a hit, you're going to score a run. If five people make a basket and you play defense for one, you're going to be up on the other team. And it just makes a lot of sense. It's a really good strategy for them uh, to just come in there and, and make shots. And I wish, you know, I hope we do that next game. We touched on Trey Young dropping his nuts on the Mecca. Uh, any, anything else from those games? What about what about LeBron and COVID? Oh, yeah. Uh, LeBron not being punished by the league. I mean, I'm not surprised. No, no. Did you hear the conspiracy theory going around, though? No. So he's playing the Suns, right? The Suns' best player is Devin Booker, who is dating Kendall Jenner. Oh, I did hear this. LeBron James violated COVID restrictions by going to a launch of a tequila made by Kendall Jenner. So Devin Booker set this whole thing up to get LeBron COVID, and it still failed. (laughs) I like it. I love it. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, any surprise that he's being special treatment? No. No, I'm no not, I, I actually want to touch on this but one, the, too. But this is to the point of, like, I am a guy who has been adamant about what, like, LeBron did. Even if he, even if we were open three months ago and he did it, I still wouldn't think it mattered. It's just the fact of there. you got to rule, treat everybody the, the same. The rules, and if there are rules, you got to at least administer punishment and play by the rules fairly and it's just like another reason of of why you know i i'm not a huge fan of the nba a huge fan of lebron in general like you just have the audacity to just do that and be like oh i'll be fine like i don't know no I, them's them's the rules and whoever violates them rule, should get in trouble no matter rules, how good they are rules for thee but not for me exactly and, and and it was go go back to the beginning of the year with the capitals at the beginning of the year the washington capitals in their hotel like Lob sweet rooms, uh, Alexander Ovechkin and two other top tier players 
were literally just sitting in each other's rooms, and they got penalized for three games. And, like, they're literally traveling on the same bus together, but they can't be in each other's rooms. So it's just shit like that. I'm kind of done with the NBA. Yeah, it's just... Tucker, uh, your boy not getting punished? I I mean... You knew it was going to happen. It's the NBA. There's special treatment. Like, yeah, but the fact that that exists Also, how is many the suspensions have there been in the NBA for breaking COVID <sighs> guidelines? Slim to none. Did anybody get in trouble in the bubble? One guy One guy got sent home, right? Because he, he was Uber. hooking up with girl, like... He was sending, getting girls to come to his apartment. That one I guy mean, really good, wanted Williams. Like, was that? But the yeah, bubble... Uh, Beverly. Patrick Beverly. The bubble was a whole different animal. Club. And I mean, strip club wings. Yeah, shits are good. <laughs> um, but James Harden didn't get in trouble. Like I, I don't think the NBA will punish anyone really at this point. No, it just doesn't no, seem like I, that's like, the, like they're just their COVID restrictions are just lacking. It's like LeBron called their buff bluff, and he's he's just knows that he's not going to get reprimanded for it. And it's just well, the Celtics the had thing pl- is just that. in a season had players that were like out all the time for close contact. So like, how is it's? I guess nobody tests positive at the party, so that's why it's different. I think so. I don't know. Cam, I'm sure got, if someone I tested positive things. there, he would have been out. Cam, I got two things just to end it on, and, and we can transfer. Um, just with the Lakers, the season, the series, the Suns are up one to zero. It's a pick'em right now for the series. Oh, I'm gonna the hate the Lakers. And I think they always I, lose game the, one. It's actually it's not a pick 'em. It's the the Suns are minus one fifteen, Lakers are minus one hundred five. So either way, you gotta you know lose some money. But the other thing I was gonna say is, can we all agree that Heat and Celtics, both of our teams, all of them, no shot. No, no shot. Not no. a shot in hell. Nets Nets in five. I'll say. Nets yeah, I mean, I called the Nets winning like a long time ago. Remember that take? No. I said that. Uh, well, I said. Kyrie because he went to oh, the, yeah. went to the Nets and like, Shara because like he went. That was like a month ago. I mean, it was a few. That was a few months ago. <laughs> maybe two months ago. Okay. Um, Julio Jones told Shannon Sharp today, "I'm outie." Uh, Could have seen this coming. They said at the end of the year that uh, they were going to try to trade him for cap reasons. Then it seemed like they were going to try to hold on to him. Now they're asking for a first. Most teams believe that he's not going to go for a first. So. Um, just your thoughts on the Julio situation. Uh, obviously, uh, Patriots would be the spot um, for me. Uh, give him give him a third rounder for him. Uh, and Nikhil Harry, I'll drive him to the airport. Um, Tucker had the point that if they trade Nikhil Harry, would that be a good draft pick? No, because there's first of all, there's no way you know this happened. Second of all, oh, but wait, wait, wait. no, no, no. So I'm gonna okay, come never mind. at you. I don't, no, 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 I'm not you fit in that sense right, because I thought that I thought that the Nets won the trade because in the long haul they ended up better. They didn't know it was gonna so, happen. But oh, oh, they didn't know. No, the Nets, but the Nets knew. No, they didn't know. Okay, Trey, so the sending you a shovel, dig that hole a little deeper. <laughs> yeah, okay. you just keep digging, Trey. No, I you want to take this I misspoke. No, 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 I'm not gonna let you turn back and change your entire take. Okay, well let me have my second point of my take. The reason he's not a good draft pick is because he was supposed to be a Julio Jones type player, and now you're gonna trade him for how many years of Julio Jones? Three, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe not. Maybe he got, signs a one-year deal. Uh, how long's left on his deal? I have no idea. Yeah, so maybe one to two years of Julio Jones. I'd rather have a solid receiver, not even a Julio Jones-level receiver, a solid receiver for 
10 years, 8 years. Mm-mm. Okay, but what if the Nets only have this team for 2 years? If they win a championship for the Celtics, well, they won't the trade. What if the Patriots win a Super Bowl with Julio Jones? Then they win, they win the trade then, with the Then Falcons. Nikhil Harry's a great pickup. No. I've seen, yes, yes, so, yes, it's yes. different. It's yeah, so you're different. Yourself in, oh, because, you're, because you don't like this. If they, they, draft, like if they had Harry. drafted Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and traded them for Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce, then that would be a different story. That, then but they that did. Would, but like they Cam did. said, apples to oranges. But they did. No, no, it's apples uh, to apples. Listen, listen. All right. You Family. lost. Family affair. Let's cut it out. We'll stop it there. All right. I'm going to lay some facts real quick. Julio was signed through 22 with a potential out in 23, making a lot of money. So wherever he goes, I'm pretty sure they're going to have to, they're going to have to pay, but I don't think it's going to be a first rounder. Uh, personally, also, second thing, almost, almost positive. Shannon Sharp, Julio called today was staged. Because they have a little bit of background where they could have texted before and said, this is what we're going to do. Either the Falcons are going to offer me more money or tell me, oh, we want to keep you this bad, blah, 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 blah. Um, I don't think Shannon Sharp is the kind of guy that would have just put him on blast and been like, yo, I'm exposing Julio. He wants us out. I'm almost positive that was staged. Third thing, Julio, this is also another reason why I think it was staged, is because Julio willingly took a picture in a Dallas Cowboys sweatshirt while he was in Dallas and a fan saw him he wanted to take a picture and he put it on Twitter went viral Julio Jones in a Dallas Cowboys sweatshirt I think he's just playing the market playing the game trying to get the best offers he can getting everyone involved uh, I think he's doing doing the right thing though I think he's he's playing it really smart where you just whatever you can get He's just going out there and playing the market. So I think he's going to be gone. Our next Waste to Take segment, I'm pretty sure we might have a place for Julio Jones and we're going to be able to talk about it. So I think it's going to be the Rams. I'm going to say that now so that I can be a winner next week. Okay. Okay. Um, I think that in terms of paying him, he's going to have to restructure. I think that's the whole point of him saying where, where he – does he have a no-trade clause? I don't even know. So if he doesn't have a no trade clause, he really has no say. But he's going to have to restructure no matter where he goes. I think especially if New England wants to have a shot at him, which apparently I've heard whispers that they do, that they have called the Falcons. Um, he's going to have to restructure if he comes here, and he's going to have to restructure most places. And in terms of him playing like playing like that staged call, maybe yeah. But I think no matter what, he's out of. Uh, the Falcons. He said he's out. Well, he yeah, said, but I'm out. Yeah, but oh, like Cam's saying, he could have just been saying that to get more money out of the Falcons. But I think the Falcons are no, in such they're in such deep cap trouble that it yeah. makes sense for them to trade him. You just drafted a a really good tight end wide receiver combo, and uh, you might as well run with that. Dylan, do you have anything? As to say soon on? as they drafted Pitts. Julio was already planning his his way out. They said they had said right before the draft that most likely he was going to get traded. Oh, one hundred percent. And yeah. I think it's a smart move by both of them. I think the Falcons and Julio might be on the same page, where Julio's just like, "Listen, I'll go out there and flaunt myself, tell everyone how much I want out, and you can get the maximum amount of trade equity possible." So that's another thing. So. Maybe. Uh, Dill? I agree with that, Cam, and I think he's definitely out. Um, I don't really know where. The fact that he said he Patriots is one of his top picks. What was, what was the other one that I heard today? 
he, he the likes, Rams are courting he him. The Patriots are courting him. Uh, the Cardinals are courting him. No, I, uh, Titans. Titans. I forget which one. It was. DeAndre Hopkins, Jalen Ramsey, and Derek Trent Henry. Brown. Derek Henry tweeted at him. Yeah. Those guys. Th- those three guys tweeted at him. Uh, I guess. If he Henry goes to the Titans, that becomes an an elite team, like top four guaranteed. But well, their defense to, isn't great. To to no, to Tucker and Trey's little argument there. Um, I'm I'm on Trey's side here. This has nothing to do with. It's not an equivalent argument as Trey's take last week. Um, simply be, like, Trey's be, terrible because take last week. Win, winner, winner, won, a, won me a point. But yeah, because, shame. I want to say to the three people that or four people that vote for Trey, you're dumb. Dan Carroll, because one of them. Because, because we're we're talking we're talking about a trade. The fa- Nikhil Harry was not a trade. It was a draft pick, and he was not a great draft pick He's an because idiot. because he has not performed at all. Um, so your argument saying that he's a good draft pick just because he got traded? No, he's a he's a bad draft pick. If if the Patriots could trade anybody worth value to Julio Jones, it would be that person. It doesn't matter that it was this pick. So it doesn't. If they drafted me sense. and then traded me and a bundle to Kansas City for Mahomes, would I be a good draft pick? Yeah. If I can get I you, that does it, that, if that, it goes for you in like, a third round pick, see, that's too that's too wait, far. Wait, time out, time out, Trey. If you're worth a third round pick in you. For Patrick Mahomes, yeah, I'd say yeah, that's worth a first round draft pick. If I can trade a first, because that's trading a first and a third for um, yeah, Pat Mahomes. This is, I would this take is falling. But it's the draft pick itself, not the player. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't a trade to get picks. It was just the pick, right? So Doesn't you're matter. a little I off take a little that bit in on a that. Second. All right, we're 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 getting on a tangent here. My Nets take has ruffled feathers. It is one. I like points. it. I love it. I was on board of that yeah, when no. I said the. the, the no, take I'm, about I'm, the Nets I'm, it really shows that you don't watch basketball. Okay, list guys. List guys. We've got a good one presented by Tucker. Oh, Tucker. Shout out Tucker. Shout out Tucker. Shout out to oh, the clock. Oh, the old clock is back in action. Let it run. Let's run its course. All right. Uh, shout out Tucker. Huge pick for the for the list guys. We are doing fictional bars and restaurants. Uh, these are restaurants and bars from television or movies that uh, you would want to go to. Um, so, uh, is, who's who needs time to think? I got go. I got five. Go. I don't think my my fifth counts. So I'm going to go for it. Cam, Cam, you start. We'll go. We'll go this way. We'll go okay. clockwise. Hey, hey, hey. All right, I'm going to start. Um, one of my favorite TV shows, and we've covered this topic before. Um, most of mine are bars, by the way. Four of my five are bars, just because apparently the shows I watch mostly have bars in them. Well, you like uh, to drink I'm too. Drunk. I'm going. I'm going with the Drunken Clam. This is a spot where um, my good friends Peter, Joe, Cleveland, hey, and go, and hey, they know the they know the bartender pretty well, whether it's Horace or. Um, is it? Jerome? Jerome. Um, and I feel like I could get a pretty good deal there. Also, it seems like they always have a pretty good time. Personally, I would Uber. They don't seem to want to do that. But um, they always have a good time there and tell a lot of stories. And uh, I just want to, I just want to, um, you know, have the experience. I live, well, not anymore, but, uh, you know, Rhode Island, Rhode Island vibes. And uh, that's why it's coming in number five. It's not. It's not my most favorite, but I would. I would love to go there. 
my, the clam did not make my list because it's a little too low-key of a vibe for me. I feel like there's never any big set pieces at the clam. You know, they're just kind of sitting and talking. I understand. Good That's for a fair. chill. Good for a chiller. But uh doesn't really stand out to me. It, I thought about it. Didn't decide to put it on my list. That's why uh, it was five. My number five is going to be the Leaky Cauldron. Uh, think the Leaky Cauldron, you know, I, I've been to the Leaky Cauldron in Harry Potter world. Uh, pretty good food. Got some nice bangers and mash there. Um, but you got that counts though. You went to it. It's not real though. It's not the real, it is not the real Leaky Cauldron. I'm just saying Leaky Cauldron got some butterbeer flowing. Uh, the Weasleys are running amok. Um, you know, Harry sometimes shows up, says, what's up? That's how you get into Diagon Alley. Uh, I, want, I need to go there so bad. Harry Potter World? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't last one day in Harry Potter World. Um, I wouldn't. So, Trey, drunk Trey I, I, just wanna, I just want to jump in real quick. It was the only reason it didn't make my list is because I didn't want two Harry Potters on my list. Oh, you got the I, – I know the other one you got. That was I considered it, but I figured the leaky the, – the uh, diagonally uh, – diagonally um, – <laughs> prospect of it was was cool enough to where i could elevate it i forget the bartender's name you could also stay there you could sleep there uh you can read your book of care of magical creatures that tries to kill you there um yeah no big leaky cauldron fan forget the guy name of the guy who owns it um but gonna go with my number five leaky cauldron bill tom tom Tom. i think it is tom yes it is tom so i i was thinking uh Leaky Cauldron, as well as another one in Harry Potter. Um, another honorable mention for me that I'm not going to count was the Chocolate Factory. From it's not a bar or restaurant. So yeah, it's a chocolate shop from the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, does that ca- like I'm, I was I'm, so close. I was so close to putting that, and I, I didn't think. I it thought about that one, but that's I it, chocolate, yeah, I, so it didn't make my list. <laughs> Cam said he didn't think it would count, so I'm I'm, I'm going with it. That's not counting as well. Another one that's on the fence, but I figured it would count. It's not from a TV or a movie. Video game? It's from a video game. The Vanilla Unicorn. You know what that's from? I've heard of it. It's from GTA, GTA. 5. Oh, that's a the, good one. The strip club from GTA 5. I've spent I've spent some dollar bills there back in the day. They play the same song over and over and over when again. When we were all sophomores, piled around the TV <laughs> watching the virtual boobs. Good times were had. But I feel like I need to experience the Vanilla Unicorns. So that's number five for me. That's a solid pick, though. I like that pick. Thinking outside the box, I couldn't think of any video game. I did try to think of video game ones. I couldn't. Tucker, number five. Yeah, I have uh, the three broomsticks, so I also have it. It's got more of the pub vibe, which I like more. So, yeah, I went with similar reason to Trey. I just think the Wizarding World of Harry Potter would be a cool choice here. Uh, doesn't get to the top of my list, but I have the three broomsticks at number five. I'm going to be boozing in the three broomsticks when that new Harry Potter game comes out. I'm going to be down there yeah. every, every goddamn <laughs> night. Uh, Cam, four. Uh, number four, I'm going, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Uh, I couldn't hear you for a sec. I'm going to Patty's Pub. It's always sunny. I don't know if any of you guys have that, but uh, Patty's I Pub, I feel like I could just make friends with the bartenders and the owners very easily um, and just give us free drinks. They always got different stuff going on there, like different celebrations, different deals, everything like that. So I think Patty's Pub would be a really good place. Irish pubs are by far my favorite bars to go to. Um, I don't know. I've never been to Philly. Patty's Pub. I think it would be a good time. All right. 
Nine number four, I don't know if anyone will have because I don't know if anyone's watched the show. It's the Bada Bing from The Sopranos. Um, the Bada Bing, always something going on. You got the gangsters upstairs doing deals, killing guys. And then downstairs, you got some beautiful ladies on a giant stage and a huge bar that wraps all the way around. Uh, you know, running into Tony down there would be pretty sweet. Pay your respects, Mr. Soprano. How are you? Um, but Soprano's an elite show. Most, of, I feel like, at least 25% of the show happens in the Bada Bing. So, um, big fan of the Bada Bing. Uh, my Uncle Ken, who is from uh, New Jersey, drives by the Bada Bing often, he told me, uh, the building they used for it. So, uh, also elite name, Bada Bing. Um, and the Bs are spelled with uh, breasts on the sign. So, the Bada Bing. Dylan. Yeah, I'm going to go kind of on the same line as Cam. Um, from a TV show, I'm going Central Perk. Oh, from Friends. And I feel Friends. like I feel like it's a chill spot. You got you got Just that. Barely missed my list. You got that couch there that you can chill and vibe. I'm a big coffee guy. Uh, all of a sudden, the past couple years, so I wouldn't mind spending a little, a few beans at the old coffee house and at Central Perk. I asked Christina on the way here what her pick would be, and it was Central Perk. Tugger. Lindsay, I just asked, I just asked Lindsay by the way. Uh, her number one was actually Joe's Bar from Grey's Anatomy, but number two was Central Park. Couldn't so. tell you Joe's Bar. Um, I'm going fine dining for my number four place I'd want to try out. Um, Italian, I think it's Italian. I'm, can I'm I get, not sure. can I do a guess? Yeah, Gusto's. That's Ratatouille. Strange. Oh yeah, you're right. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Yeah, no, that was it. It's French. That was it. It's, it's not French. Italian. It's, it's definitely it's definitely French. <laughs> Gusto. That's a solid pick. Rat infestation though. Yeah, but the rats are incredible cooks. Who cares? I've my favorite place. So this brings up a fun story. Uh, my favorite restaurant in Boston was this uh, uh, Mexican place called um, Amelia's, and I started working at the bar next to it, and I had to throw out the trash in the back, and I. Like that alley had about a thousand rats in it. It was the grossest <laughs> thing in the world. But Did I one cook? day, I one day opened up. I watched the person from um, Amelia's open up the door, and I watched three rats run in the door. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just, it, it almost ruined the restaurant for me. It didn't. Maybe but, they were just gonna chef it up. But yeah, maybe wow, they, they were just late, incredible chefs. They were chefs. late for work, dude. They're late. But for work. <laughs> I, I looked at the carnitas different ever since that day. But no, honestly, Gusto's. I mean, big fat man. They went from uh, like five what, star, two star, five star. Lost a few, back up to five because of that rat. Right? I, what you want to go to Is the rat's name Ratatouille? No, it's Remy. Remy. Remy's a rat. Ratatouille was one of his 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 dishes. dish that he made for the scary spindly man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cameron three. Number three. Um, I'm going Krusty Krab. Uh, this is something that I would love, to, I would love to just eat there just because the, the amount of time that they've been open and their customer and, oh, and it's Mr. An institution. Krabs, by the way, don't forget, Mr. Krabs made his millionth dollar a long time ago. There's a lot of people going there. A lot of people Fish. love it. I want to go there. I've, I've heard rumors very, very rumors that they serve crab in their patties. Doubt I'm it. pretty sure that's true. Don't, don't, be, don't believe it. I want that soggy patty underwater. No, they wouldn't serve I'm gonna go crab I'm gonna, he is I'm going to walk into that crab track. That's why it's the secret formula. And that's why I can't get out. No, that's tough. I mean, I don't know. I don't care. I want to try a crabby patty. 
one Patrick, for he eats the whole thing. He eats the it. whole plate. He gets Krabby Patty, he gets whatever fried tater, whatever it is, and a, and a drink, and he just gulps the whole thing down. Like a vacuum. And all. I want to do that. I want to try I mean, can I, so let me ask you a few questions. Um, what do you say to the rumors that Krabby Patties go straight to your thighs? And then you blow up. Everything goes straight to my thighs anyway. My thighs are huge. All right. Um, <laughs> what about the the, the rumor that the Krusty Krab is unfair? Mr. Krabs is in there. <laughs> I mean, look, the Krusty Krab is unfair. Mr. Krabs is in there. Standing at the concession, plot. plotting Mine his oppression. oppression. Come on, yeah, Cam. Plotting his yeah, no, it was bad. Um, well, Swamp Trap went back. And he's been back for however many years until they stop making episodes because I don't know why. It's still but, um, It's not done. If you tell me that you don't want to try a Krusty Krab at least once you or a, a, a Krabby Patty, I've had snacks. I've had the little guys. Yeah. <laughs> the little sweet. gummies. <laughs> Too candy for me. Too candy for me. I don't want to get those in my in my Halloween pillowcase. I want to try the real thing. Give me a whole burger. Okay. I've got a Nickelodeon show that I don't think this is going to be on a lot of lists. Can I do a guess on this one, too? Uh, give me a second. I just want to preface it by saying this was a place that when I saw it, I was like, I want to go there so bad. So bad. What is it? Good Burger. No. Damn. It is McSpanky's from Jimmy Neutron. Yes. The one with the giant head for the drive-thru. And then Jimmy texts it up. You go. You put your tongue out. It orders exactly what your tongue wants. I and it's got the cool manager. What's his name? Chet, who's just kind of like, hey, you know that kind of. Yeah. Oh, that's the uh, that's the sodium chloride episode. It is. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, McSpanky's chemistry. When I saw it, I was like, I really want to go there. I want my tongue scanned. I want to talk to the giant head. So a little bit out of the box pick at number three, but uh, definitely wanted to go to McSpanky's, McSpanky's so bad. McSpanky's. That's uh, a good pick. Thank you. <clears throat> Cam and I are on the same wavelength. We're the connection. Krusty Krabs number three for me. Like Cam said, I don't care what's in that patty. I got to try it at least once. I want a double patty deluxe with kelp fries and a large soda. <laughs> Whatever. Where's my ice? My diet Dr. Diet kelp. Dr. Kelp. I need, a, I need kelp fries, diet Dr. Kelp, and a double patty deluxe, and I need it now. I don't care how Mr. Krabs goes up there on the sign and changes that one to a two. I don't care. <laughs> so, um, SpongeBob is an elite fry cook. No one's better. So I need a Krabby Patty. I need it with cheese, and I need to house that down. I don't care if the atmosphere is dusty and there's spiders from the ceiling. The hash bringing it. slasher. Krabby Patty number three. Uh, I guess everyone but Trey is the connection because I also have the Krusty Krab at number two. Three. I'm a number huge three. three. I'm a huge burger place kind of guy you know so i think this place would be great for me to be i'd be a regular there but yeah crusty crab number three not a huge spongebob guy but i felt that you can't leave this off your list it'd be disrespectful cameron number two number two i got the three broomsticks harry potter um the reason why is because I mean, I know they're in high school, but the drinking age is different over there. This is a college bar. <laughs> this is a university college bar. What a take. Where the boys go, and they're like, we're tired of Baltimore, like, fucking up our shit. 
we're we're trying to go. We're trying to have a couple beers. We're trying to you know hang out. And I would love to go there with everybody. Seems like they only went there when it was snowing, which was a little weird to me. But um, I mean, free broomsticks. They got they got plenty of drinks. They got rum. And they got butter beer. They got I forget the names of the other drinks. Pumpkin but, p- juice. Uh, I'm a yeah. I mean, three broomsticks. I I mean, they didn't show it in the film, but I'm telling you, that place got they did, a little bit at night. Oh, 100 percent at night. That place got stupid. Invisible cloak came out. Harry was squeezing some bottoms. I'm just telling you right Taking now. Taking Hermione back to the common room. Okay. So, I am just not on the connection because I think you guys are underrating the Krusty Krab. The Krusty Krab is an institution. It's my number two. Uh, it's been running forever. Nobody knows what the secret formula is still. Nobody's been able to replicate. How Nickelodeon hasn't opened up a chain of Krusty Krabs across this country and made a bajillion dollars is beyond me. Absolutely want to try a Krabby Patty. I was actually in Maryland um, this past weekend and went to a restaurant and they famous for the crab. They had on the menu a Krabby Patty, a little crab burger. You better believe I got it Uh, (laughs) just because the name. I was like, I finally have the opportunity to eat a Krabby Patty. Um, I do believe the rumor that there is crab in the formula. I think it's 100% confirmed at this point. Um, and I don't know. I, 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 I just think SpongeBob been such a huge part of my life that uh, the Krusty Krab has to be my number two. Uh, I'll give you the reason for my number one later, but I just think the Krusty Krab is it, it doesn't deserve three. It deserves top two at least. So uh, Krusty Krab, my number two. Bill? So Trey's going to get upset by me because I can't pronounce it. Uh, number two for me is the Moise Elise Cantana. Moise Eisley Cantina. Cantina. I thought about putting this on my list. I did. So I need to go there just because of the music, the atmosphere. I would not get – I wouldn't get tired of the songs. I mean, they play the same thing again. I'd be up there again, again, again. I'd be drunk <laughs> off – so drunk. Be drunk, be like, drunk do off. it again. Hey, what? thank you. We're the most Eisley band. Play that same song. Yeah, exactly. Like, I need I need to be drunk enough to – Tell these people that I'm people. fine with them playing or whatever they are. <laughs> they got big heads. One guy's got some weird looking nostrilly thing going on. I need weird dudes all over the place. Arms getting cut off. Coming up to me. I need blasters going off. Maybe a lightsaber here. Or a two. lot of murder in that bar. I need to go there just for the experience. I don't even care if I get like a $2 PBR. It's just what I need. I need to be at the atmosphere. So. No, no droids allowed in there. A little racist for me, for my taste. Uh, number two, me and Dill, back-to-back. I'm also the Mos Eisley Cantina. I, li- I like the pick. Uh, I mean, how can you not? Imagine, like, just watching a murder go on at your bar and you just go about your drinking. See, I don't think I'd like that. <laughs> That's why I didn't put it on my list. I well, think it'd be electric. Well, like, I don't know, like... I'm not the guy that's going to get murdered. How do you I, know that, though? There's a what? good chance you're not walking out alive. Well, because I think that I'm I, I would have done I want that. You experience. know what? If I'm the guy that gets murdered, I probably did something. But you're getting a little buzz on, right? You bump into the wrong guy, you're dead. Yeah, that's that's. that's <laughs> yeah, but that's a normal bar fight. So. Yeah, but, but, but the also, thing is, we've all gotten frisky also, at the bar. someone pissed me off at the bar, boom, I shoot someone in the head. <laughs> and guess what they do? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. nothing. They're like, all right, move his body to the to the back room, the body room. They probably have a body room <laughs> instead there. of a coat room. Yeah, it's just the place where they stack all the bodies. I like, like the pick. I thought I about it. it. I love it. Uh, Cam, number one. Yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Um, my number one is 
the most highly cantina. <laughs> I that place gets like lit. I'm an idiot now. I didn't even have so, it on the list. So I, wow, so I had tough. to, I had to rewatch the scene because I had to think about it. <laughs> and that place, electric, unreal diversity. First of all, no droids allowed. One, obviously, yeah, obviously even better. Robots, if I'm with Obi Wan. If I'm with Chewie, I'm with Han. I'll go up to the bar, I'll order a drink. Uh, don't even ask what I want, and just give it to me. Blue milk. Some guy with balls on his. Some guy with balls on his face comes up to me. Don't like you. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I don't like you either. All right. Sorry. My buddy comes up, slices his arm off. What's up? Keep drinking the beer. Talk to Han Solo in the other corner. Are you kidding me? That song? Electric. I'll dance to that all night. I'll drink to that song. I'll dance to it all night. Everyone there looks crazy. They're not going to mess with us once my buddy chops off somebody's arm. And they just chop off the arm. Nothing happens. That place is stupid fun. If I can get in, I'll force the, the bouncer to let me in, however it works. No droids allowed. I'm fine with that. Don't have any droids. I most it's not even, it wasn't even closed, honestly. Tucker. The first thing with Tucker when Tucker, when you texted me and said fictional place you'd want to go, first thought and it wasn't even close. I couldn't think of anything else. I had to look it up on Google. That was the only place that came to my mind besides three broomsticks. And oh, one I came mean, to my mind. It's just not close for me. Um Tucker, I just want to say props on this list. This is such a good list. Thank you, um, Trey. I have a feeling we have the same number one. My number one, there's a. Uh, they say the world's your oyster, but oysters ain't for me. You're the you're the bell of the ball, but you're not my cup of tea. They always vote you best in show, but this doggy disagrees because I like life at Patty's Pub. Patty's Pub is my number one. Um, always Sunny, greatest show ever made. Uh, I would love to go to Always Sunny. I mean, uh, to Patty's Pub. Catch catch the the gang up to their usual hijinks. Sit down for a beer. Definitely get like a warm Coors Light. Um, you know the place stinks like piss. It's basically Bucky's, is what it is. It's Bucky's <laughs> with worse people in it, which is my atmosphere when I'm hammered. Um, just dump on D, the bartender. Bar- she comes up, she gives you a beer. You look like a bird. And, and everybody then, laughs. And then everyone laughs. Everybody laughs. <laughs> everybody laughs. You know, maybe get in on the hijinks, maybe buy an egg from Frank, um, you know, check out, watch Mac, give you an ocular pat down, you know, me and Dennis, basically the same person, narcissistic asshole, so we could definitely vibe. Um, Patty's Pub, easy number one for me, I I want them to open a Patty's Pub, a real Patty's Pub. I think Rob McElhinney, the creator of the show, does own a bar in Philly, it's not named Patty's Pub. They need to open a real Patty's Pub, would love to go, um, that's my number one, easy. Dill? I'm not an always sunny guy. Not on my list. It seems like a normal bar to me. Didn't you have it at five? No, no. I no, have the vanilla Cam, Cam did at, Cam did. at four. Number one for me, and you guys missed out on a number one. I'm going back to when I was a kid. No other place that I want to be in this world. Even now, I just gotta go. Pizza Planet. Oh yeah, from Shit. Toy Story. Shit. Pizza Planet. Oh, that's sort of been my there at least are my number three. A billion I games. About that one. There are. I there is a lot of pizza. I, as a kid, like watching the movie and being like, man, I just need an, I just need a movie about Pizza Planet. I have been to Pizza Planet actually at Disney. I need Pizza Planet. I need to go to a legit Pizza Planet and sucked and spend shit tons of money on, on stupid games. It's like, it's like busters on steroids. There's got little green guys in the claw game. I got to get myself a green guy. So 
I don't know, man. I just watch Pete. I watch Toy Story, and they go on Pizza Planet, and I get all jacked up. That's so an excellent pick. Though. I'm all in on Pizza Planet. I need to go. I need to bring my kids there every week. Uh, big respect. I thought, about, I thought about it. I didn't even think about you know it. it. Didn't even come to my mind. You know what Pizza Planet reminds me of? Not like I don't know why, but everything I think every time I think Pizza Planet, Chuck E. Cheese, Buster's. Remember yeah. Buster's? Yeah, it's Buster's. Oh, yeah. I don't know why, because it's not like the same atmosphere, but like I think Pizza Planet has Busters, but it wasn't us. I like that pick, Dill. Tucker, number one. Number one, I also have Patty's Pub. It's just, it was the obvious pick. It's why I thought of this list was because of Patty's Pub. Um, just the easy pick for me. I mean, I never even thought about it. It was just obvious right off the bat that I need to do Patty's Pub. I mean, how can you not? It's the best. I mean, the atmosphere is perfect. The the people in there are perfect. It would just be the funniest bar for me to walk into. It reminds me of a lot of the some of the places I went to in college, kind of. But it's just, oh, it literally is Bucky's. High jinks. Just high jinks. It's, it's a perfect. parody of Bucky's, is what it is. <laughs> I think I think if I was still in high school, this would probably be number one. They do have an episode uh, where a bunch of high schoolers love, go, and one of them is named Trey. So. Love underage drinking there. Love it. <laughs> Encourage it. Okay. Great list, Tuck. Love it. Quickly, movie. Woman in the window. So we have some contention here because <laughs> I started watching the movie in Boston. Uh, didn't finish it in time to get picked up. Uh, when Tucker arrived, I was watching the last 15 minutes. Tucker sat down and watched the last 15 minutes with me. Now, Cam, I'm going to let you make this decision because it was your movie. Um, does it count? Tucker, I gave him a synopsis. He watched the ending. Do you count it? Flip a coin right now. Let's find out. Flip a coin. Let's go. Heads or tails? Tails. No, heads. Heads, 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 heads. heads. Let's go. Tails it is. Ah, Point gone. (laughs) Point gone. All right. Uh, Dill, you didn't watch uh, it? I did not. I do want to watch it, though. Tucker, you're back down to one, bud. The season (laughs) is in jeopardy. You better start pulling a a run like you did last year if you're going to want a chance. Dill's good, I believe. Dill's fine. Dill's fine. Um, So, Cam, I did like this movie. Was afraid it was going to be a horror movie. Turned to more of a thriller. I will say the last 20 minutes did not astound me. Didn't really like the ending. I like the twist of who was, like, behind the whole thing. Uh, I didn't really see that one coming. Um, I did. I didn't love it though. The fighting looked really fake at the end, and how she walked away. The fighting was awful, and the ending yeah. was terrible. How she walked away with a claw in her face, with one little tiny scratch on her cheek after nine months, is beyond me. She took a garden claw to the mouth, like stabbed in there for multiple seconds. Also, getting drowned in six feet of water above her apartment doesn't make much sense. But I did love the beginning of it, the suspense, the build up. Gary Oldman, great actor. Wish he had a bigger part. Um, but didn't really know what was going on. Thought, thought for a long time she was just a nut. She was just crazy. Um, but I did enjoy the movie. Ending did not stick for me. So it was in the sevens. I'm probably going to drop it down to a 6.8. Just to not do 6.9 because I feel like that's played out. Cam? Yeah, I'll go here. Um, I actually didn't know it was Gary Oldman. That is Gary Oldman? So I usually recommend... Yeah, so I usually recognize his, um, I don't want to say acting style, but I feel like every movie I see him in, he just acts American. Serious black. And Yeah, so uh, that's fair. But um, 
Yeah, I, I have mixed feelings about it because I I didn't like. I'm the opposite. I didn't really like it at first. I thought it was going to go, but the thing is, I thought it was going to go one way, but I did not expect at all, which is like different from one of these Netflix movies where you like know what's going to happen, I guess. But um, yeah, they went in a totally different direction. I also did not like the fighting scene at the end. I thought it was very played out. I thought David maybe could have played more of a role. Um, the new Captain America, Tucker informed me. Wasn't aware. Oh, wow. Um, I still thought it was pretty good, though. I think... Do you guys think Amy Adams gained a bunch of weight for the movie? Or <laughs> Tucker said Tucker didn't realize it was her. No. She did not. She looked, I didn't either. I, didn't I, either. I, I think she was supposed to look bad. Like, I think she was supposed to look not good. She was supposed to be a crazy I mean, woman, so... After however many months with not going outside and makes sense. She reminded me of Howie, also suffers from uh, agoraphobia, Howie Transformers, <laughs> so shout out him. But, um, Second review ever I mean, on this on this show. My my whole life, I thought agoraphobia just meant I'm afraid of the sun, just because of Howie, and I had to look it up again after this movie, so taught me some, some things. Um, I thought it was pretty good, though. What's I thought they, they played it out well, and there was nothing in the movie that was wasted. No like, moments wasted? The, like, by that I mean, like, every every single scene had something to do with, like, what was going to happen in the end. So, like, the earring found in the basement, it made sense at the end. So, I'm going to give it, actually, a 7-4. I thought it was pretty good, um, especially for a Netflix movie, a Netflix original. I think the Netflix original, Dylan, is coming out of its cage just because... We're in COVID and people are not trying to release the theater, so they're just selling to Netflix to make more money than they would. Um, but potentially. Side note, yeah, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a seven four. Also, Lindsay, I watched it with her. Um, I just asked her to jump on the show, but she's uh, mid Grey's Anatomy right now. But she did give it a score. She said she said seven eight. She liked it Jeez, a lot. Jeez, wow. So, I guess so. Yeah. So it was. It was it was a it was a good movie for us both to watch. We both enjoyed it. Neither of us knew it was going to happen at the end. I wish the ending happened differently. I liked who they chose as the person. I just wish it happened a little differently. Personally, don't know how. Yeah, when the when the when the the eventual bad guy showed up in the first scene, I was like, this is this is the bad guy. This is 100 percent the bad guy. And then the next couple scenes, I was like, oh wait, I'm totally off that take. This is not the bad guy at all. And then it turned out to be the bad guy. No, the good. The thing is, they, they, they showed him first for a reason, I think. So you forget about him, and then you think, oh, maybe it's David. Like, David has been this loyal guy all the time, but now he's getting bad. He has a charge against him. And then Springfield, Massachusetts, like, shout out. Got, is, got is, the dad, is the dad the bad guy? Like, his assistant died. What happened there? And then they finally explained what happened. Dylan, I'm not going to ruin it for you if you do want to watch it. So I'll end there. I do recommend it. My 6.8 is a recommend score. I do. Okay, Tucker. Uh, let me just yeah. check. It is you. Yeah. So um, I was thinking when I was doing picking my movie, I was like, "Hey, Dylan didn't watch the movie this week. What would Dylan hate to watch? Because Dylan's got too many <laughs> points right now. <laughs> Dylan's got way too Dylan many. Dylan is leading the polls by so, a million. Um, I'm two, picking the movie two. Doolittle, the 2020 adaptation. Oh Jesus! I might skip Jr. this one. No one can skip. Please watch it. I've already watched it. I've heard I'll it's watch bad. it again. I didn't hate it, but I know Dylan will hate it. I know everything about this movie. Well, 
Uh, no, it's it's the one with uh, Iron Man. At, uh, Robert Downey, Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. I love Robert Downey Jr. He's one of my favorite actors. Okay, yeah, well, there you go. I hate this. This is going to <laughs> he ruin Rock. He, he probably has never seen this movie. Yeah, no, Rock, right like, like, this was the number two worst movie oh, of Robert. 2020, according to the list that I was Is it on Netflix? At. Don't know. Damn it. Why do you guys pick movies? <laughs> Dylan's losing a point. Dylan's losing Dylan's a point. Dylan's losing a point. I'm trying to get... You know, I'm trying to get everyone. It's strategic. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate it. Tucker move. needs. Tucker needs all the help he can get. I need he, all the help. You should I can be get. at three points right now. <laughs> You're at one. Um, Wait. So what? What do you guys have? You and Cam. I have six. Cam has four. Oh, so I'm out anyways. So yeah, I'm gonna just ruin everyone else's day. You know what? Two and a half hours of other people's life ruined is good for me. Tucker, so you were out of it last year at this time. Well, yeah. maybe not at this time. A little further back. In March, you were out of it, and then you came back. Yeah. And so won, I'm, like, 15 in a row. Yeah, so I'm just going to bully everyone. got 14 on Rotten Tomatoes. Good movie. <laughs> All right. That's, Have fun watching Doolittle. That's episode 73. I'll lose another point. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Tucker has turned heel. The Charlie McAvoy episode. It's good to be back with you, fellas. Yes, sir. It was a good time. Um, All right. Uh, check out our poll. We are up to date on polls. Thank God, finally. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Thanks for getting wasted with us. Bye-bye. See you. Peace.